90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hey, all right. Look at it's us again, you guys. <laughs> Kel, Adam, how you doing? Fancy. We're doing great. Hello. Oh, fancy indeed. You know what? <laughs> I love it. What? Guess who got vaccinated today? You did? I Ooh, did. I'm so nice happy one. about it. For once, it pays to have an um, uh, 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 to be an asthmatic person. Is that what you say in English? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Asthma. So, uh, so literally, it wouldn't have been one of those situations where you could have held your breath until you got it because that would have been doubly dangerous. Bad news. Absolutely. So this is the good news for me today. What about you? Good job. So, but I have a question then. So uh, which one did you get? I got the Pfizer. I'm a Pfizer boy now. Okay. Nice. And, and how do you feel? Like everything's good? I feel great. My left arm hurts a little, but besides okay. that, I feel great. You got it today? Got it this morning. It'll hurt a little bit more tomorrow, but not in a way that you're not able to use it. It'll just be like, wow, that tiny little needle <laughs> really is causing some pain here. Weird. All right. I'll, I'll be prepared. Thank you, Sharon. <laughs> just wave with your other hand. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Very good. I, uh, my sister, she got hers last week, and she, she, uh, she tried to give me, like, a pep talk, I guess. And she's like, because uh, she knows it. And I think, I, as we mentioned on the show last week, like I had a bad reaction to the H1N1. So I'm a bit trepidatious yeah. about this just because I don't want to feel like I did the last time. Yeah. And then she goes to me, uh, well, you'll probably have some kind of reaction. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's bedside nursing right there. Yeah. I'm like, thanks. Thanks, big sister. Don't ever work a suicide hotline because. <laughs> no. Nope. Um, I got mine. At the middle of March, and uh, no side effect. Thank goodness. Touch. Yeah. Wow. And I heard today, like, and I'm sure you heard this, but our news team was reporting that, uh, I guess, a lady in her mid-50s passed away in Montreal because of a blood clot. Because of, uh, it seems, or I'll say allegedly, because I guess they haven't figured that out yet, but <sighs> that she got a shot and it didn't go well. Um, and I, I know the government is in a hard place because... Like, because he was obviously asked about this in the news conference. And the guy's response basically was, like, he felt bad for the family, but the death kind of falls within the accepted margins of right. the risk, I guess. Yeah. And, like, I get it. He's 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 not going to win in that answer. Like, being asked that question, you're not going to win. No, exactly. But I just felt, I'm like, yeah, I guess it's in the accepted margin, but this is somebody's mom or sister or daughter, like, and... She's gone now. You so. need a bit, a uh, little bit more warm and fuzzy, perhaps. Yeah. So uh, that's my concern. Is I just, I, I, I just feel bad that that lady. I mean, I don't even know who she is, obviously, but like she made it X amount of months, I guess, through the pandemic. Yeah. Goes to get a shot and then uh, doesn't make it. So, but I mean, I, I think the vaccines are obviously super, super important, and I'm not an anti-vaxer by any stretch. I think they're very important. I just wish I hadn't had such a bad reaction <laughs> last time. So, but you'll be ready. I'll mentally. be ready for the, but it was uh, unpleasant, I'll tell you, that uh, not, not going to work for three days. You know that that's saying a lot of Kelly doesn't show up to work for three days. So. She's got farmer blood, so it's that's saying it. quite a bit. But funny enough, today I saw my dad and like he got his, uh, I guess like probably almost a month ago too now at this point. And he's like, ah, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> and he's just like, because he's such a farmer dad that he's just like, ah, whatever. I'm like, okay, daddy. <laughs> Good for you, daddy. Well, so, cool. So yeah. we're up to date. 
We're up to date we'll, on the we'll vaccines. Check, we'll check back with you. So uh, if I miss next show, it's because I got vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> I might not get the weather. <laughs> Fingers crossed that that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and speaking of things not happening, <laughs> what? Uh, reboot dreams that mm-hmm. giveth then taketh away for some of our 90s TV stars. And we'll tell you who. But there's uh, another cast of one of the great TV dramas that we love that did get together to catch up after 12 years. Uh, Anthony Hopkins. The Oscar award-winning actor has great perspective and some great advice, actually, for uh, for young actors. So we'll talk about that. And the seven-year itch that will be scratched with a new album, we'll call it a project, coming from one of our favorite bands from the 90s. And, of course, Kelly's Trivia. What's the status on that, Kel? It is currently 2611, 26 to 11. Sharon's for who favorite. again? Sharon's favorite. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I just wanted to yeah. hear that. Who doesn't like hearing that? But Who Adam named I'm Sharon doesn't like hearing that. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm just happy um, Adam picked up another point last week. So it's banner days for Adam. He's doing oh, yeah. great. We're proud of him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. Thank you, ladies. Good job. I'm man. worried for the two of you today. I'm not sure how this is going to work. So we'll see. Um, just a quick thing. We had talked about uh, news about Bobby Brown on the last show, was it? But I don't think we actually talked about it. Do you remember what that was? We did not. Um, yeah, the news was and it was basically that uh, he went on uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk Facebook ah. sh- show yep. to discuss his son passing away. Because we had mentioned that several shows ago that the, uh, right. the results had come in as to what the reasoning was. And it was obviously a mixture of... Um, I believe, uh, uh, I don't know, if, was it alcohol, Sharon? I know that there was drugs. Like it was like it was a Probably concoction, like, let's say, that obviously didn't work yeah, out very well. Um, so he actually went on and talked about that and then talked about like just the loss of that, like losing his son. And then, you know, he's already lost his daughter and his ex-wife all to, yeah. we'll put it in brackets, uh, overdose to some degree, like however yeah. you want to look at it. So yep. um, it was just really like, and it was very heartbreaking to, you know, read the words like he's just like he's heartbroken like his yeah. he can't he can't believe his son is gone now too and he, he said he felt um i'm paraphrasing here but basically he felt uh and i think i guess any parent would like some level of guilt mm-hmm. you know uh with how things went down and uh he's been sober for x amount of time now i know he's been sober i think Good. for drugs for a long time i don't think i think the drinking's fairly recent like i want to say a, a year or a couple of years he's been sober from that Wow. But it sounds like his wife, like his current wife, it sounds like she really does her best to be supportive and help keep him on the rails. Good. So, yeah. That's all you need. Well, yeah. and didn't we have, did we have did we have Queen Elizabeth news last week which we never got to? We also had that. We did, and I don't remember what it was. The news was that she had <laughs> I, I believe returned to using the correct or I shouldn't say correct, oh, but the right. font and the color scheme that she normally does when she puts out communiques. Right. It was that she had not gone the traditional route of black banner for the sad notes that were going out. Mm-hmm. She, I think ultimately she kept it a little lighter, which was, I think, in keeping with uh, her reputation as the coolest queen going. She apparently is extremely popular still with, like, she's the highest ranking, I think, royal when it comes to popularity. Well, because she's, she's the been at it for ranking ever. Royal. Um, she's got yeah, all so the she's awesome. She's awesome. <laughs> but I think they said that when Charles does take over, uh, he plans to streamline the senior royals even more. Oh, but wow. I'm like, I don't know how much more he can streamline because Harry and Meghan are now out. And because he wants that he wants like certain people to make sure they have regular jobs, you know, to pay for themselves. Yep. 
but the thing is, is that like obviously, and I know that there's lots of people that are anti royalty. Like they're like, what's the point of this and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But the thing is that for the British economy, they bring in, I think it's it's for sure one billion, and it might be two billion dollars they bring in to the economy. Wow. So for all wow. these anti British royal people, uh, I think they've been to realize that that royal family brings in a bunch of cash for your economy. So yeah. maybe don't be so quick to throw them out the with the bathwater. So keep those royal babies in the bath. Exactly. Is that what you're saying, Kel? <laughs> I am. But Mixed I just don't, I don't. I really don't know how they're gonna pare down because right now Harry and Meghan are out. Andrew got the boot because of his. Uh, alleged shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And so it's really uh, the Queen, Charles, Camilla, uh, Kate, Will, Princess Anne. And I think that's that's pretty much it. Like that's that's who's running the show because Princess Eugenie and Beatrice, I think they, they have regular jobs. Like they have jobs. So I don't think anybody else is in that. Um, so I don't know how much more they can pare down, to be honest. It's, a, it's about having enough crowns, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's a quandary. It's a quandary from <laughs> and Prince Charles. And in a pandemic time such as we are, yeah. uh, you don't want to share crowns. Yeah. You want to keep it. I distance. would like a crown. That'd be fun. <laughs> Although I feel like it could get um, difficult to keep it balanced on your... Well, on your John Deere cap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, do you, I, can't, I found out that because I normally can order John Deere caps, ball caps from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um and I've sadly found out that they have taken my favorite John Deere caps off the market. Like you Uh-oh. can only get them like, and there's a John Deere store actually that you can order. So I was like, okay, I'll order. But sadly, they do not let me order John Deere caps uh, to Canada. Wow. So this, this sucks. This pandemic is really hitting you it's, hard. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. Well, more bad news, Kel. Okay. Because uh, uh, a couple of the stars of the show Martin from mm-hmm. back in the day. Did you watch that show? I feel like back in the day shouldn't be said on our show since yeah. the content is actually from back in the day. Uh, yeah. yeah, I watched a bit of it, not faithfully, but it took over okay. uh, a good chunk of the 90s. It did. Um, Martin Lawrence, of course, uh, Tashina Arnold, Tisha Campbell, Carl Anthony Payne II, and yeah. the late Thomas Michael Ford. Mm-hmm. So it's the the whole, the late aspect of... Uh, of Thomas Michael Ford that uh, will likely be the thing that prevents that show from getting a reboot, at least according to uh, Tashina Arnold and Tisha Campbell, who were on, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? The show? Oh, the, was it Wendy Williams? I no, it was, was uh, Tamron. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So they were saying that, that the show's probably not going to happen. They really want it to happen, but it's probably not, not going to happen yeah, because I think they, they would they want were, everybody to be there. They Yeah. And I, I get that. Um and they're so funny, by the way. I don't. They actually host Tisha and Tashina. They. The, I don't know if it was this last year, but I know that for two or three years before that, they get those two to host the BET Awards. Yep. And they are hilarious. It's either BET or Soul Train. I forget which one, but I'm pretty sure it's BET Awards. And honest to God, it, they're they're like the um, Tina and Amy Poehler, like Tina nice. Fey and Amy Poehler. Um, uh, and they're just fantastic. They're so funny. Like, and they came out one year. They came out. And they did this whole routine, like they had all these different like R and B, uh, like stars, music, or whatever, and they like uh, reenacted it, nice. and it was just, it was mind blo- mind blowing. They're super funny together, so it'd be good if even those two could come back in some kind of sitcom way. Well, what one of them suggested was that uh, it it doesn't look realistically like it's going to happen unless it's an animation, right? Okay, which that would be kind of cool. Yeah, like but a- there's like who would they get to voice Tommy's character though? That's still like a That'd be an ish. Totally ish. 
but maybe that way they could be doing something that wouldn't be exactly like the, well, I don't know. Maybe yeah. they should, they can acknowledge that he's passed and, and yeah. maybe honor him that way. Well, cause, but at this point, it doesn't look realistic to them. I guess so. But it's interesting because if you flip the script a little, like Roseanne was able to continue. You know what I mean? Like they, because obviously I know she didn't pass away, but for all intents and purposes, they made her pass away on the show. Yeah. In order for them to carry on. And and the show's, I think, on its third season now. Like it's well, it's great, great and it's funny. It's super funny. And I'm and so the, happy they're back. Like, the subject matter is not light. You know, oh, like no. they've, they've uh, actually, I find that they've gotten more into the details of uh, their circumstances than ever before. Like it was always kind of a punchline that they didn't have a lot of money, but like yeah. you can see why they don't. Yeah. And the, uh, like the generational effects of why they, for not having as much kind of thing. Yeah. But again, keeping uh, great humor while dealing with the issues. Quick sidebar, but it's not really a sidebar before we go to trivia. Um, so because the the Martin show obviously was amazing. I was a huge fan of Living Single, which had uh, Queen Latifah in yeah, that show. That was a great show, too. Such a great show. But just speaking of Queen Latifah, I have totally bought into PVRing her Equalizer show on CBS, which we talked about when it came out. It's very good. Okay, so if good. anybody wants a Sunday night uh extravaganza like make sure you pvr it or whatever but it's sunday night she's pretty badass eh? oh my god she's and her cast is really great around her and she's just so believable as like like this heroine that's gonna kick everybody's butt like she's (laughs) i just love queen latifah like she can she can act out names from the telephone book and it would be great so that's another royal another queen story yeah exactly (laughs) it's all about queens today sharon hey uh let's get some points on the board adam 90s <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. Hopefully, we can get a few points up there. All Let's right. See. So, 2611, Sharon's favor. Question number one Your names are your buzzers. Planets orbiting stars other than our sun were first detected in which year? Sharon. Sharon. 1991. Okay. <laughs> Incorrect. Go, Adam. Adam, 1992. Yes! Oh, shoot. (laughs) Adam, that's awesome. It had to be early in the 90s. That's amazing. Happy for you, Adam. All right. So 26 to 12. Let's see if we can change this a little bit more. Um, What, or sorry, how many years did Babylon 5 run for? Uh, is that uh, a, a Prince side project like uh, Vanity Six or Apollonia? Just, I'm asking for a friend. I'm asking for a friend. No, I believe it was a sci-fi TV show. Adam, have you have you ever heard of Babylon Five? I've heard of Babylon Five. I have no idea if it lasted for twenty or two years. Yeah. So who's going to guess first? Sharon. Okay. I don't even remember what the question was, so I'm going to go with eight. Okay. No. no, Adam. How long did Babylon Five run for? How about Five years, Kelly. Adam! What? You got it! <laughs> That's Woo! hilarious. Adam, you have not picked up two points at one shot in like, I don't remember ever. Ever. Today's this is your great. Day, sunshine. <laughs> Woo! 2613, so you're literally half of Sharon's point spread here. Good so job. Just like this. I'm a half her age. That's perfect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I Let me quote Bon Jovi by saying, whoa. You're halfway halfway there. there. (laughs) Whoa, oh, you're living on a prayer. Fancy. (laughs) I love it. Back to you, Sharon. Well, here we go. 12 years later, the cast of 
ER got mm, together yeah. for a catch-up sesh. And, uh, well, we get to be a fly in the wall for that. People Magazine's platforms on socials are where you can find the chatter. Uh, and here's some pretty cool stories from back in the day <laughs> on set. So cool just to see them. They're they're not going to do a reboot. They're not going to. They just acknowledge that it doesn't make sense. They be, they believe and support the notion of what their show was, mm-hmm. uh, in a very past tense way. It was great. It was a moment in time, a long moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's no rebooting that. No. Which is great news. I like. I appreciate that honesty and appreciate the celebration of something that really had an impact not only on viewers' lives for mm-hmm. anybody that was a fan of ER, but on all the actors' lives, and that they would come back and just have a chat, not just for nothing, because it was uh, it was uh, to benefit what was it called Waterkeeper Alliance, which is a nonprofit that yeah. works to ensure that uh, communities around the world have clean water. Thank you for doing that work, um, and that it was uh, who was it. What's her character name again? Hang on a second. I totally forget. You mean her Gloria Rubin? Name. Yes. What's her character name though? Sophia. No, that's wrong. Jeannie. Jeannie. Jeannie yeah. Boulay. So it's it. her. Right. It was her. Uh, her charity that she yeah. wanted to have have it benefit that. She's, which is uh, great. And did you also because they had in the point form article that we read they uh, talked about how the cast obviously they had very heavy subject matter you know mm-hmm. it was er but they just laughed all the time like off <laughs> like off screen they were having a great time and then i don't know if you caught that one line sharon but oh totally they, i did the, the adam I did they say. talked about how their set was like so fun and then uh crickets that it was a cemetery over on the friends lot which is shocking yeah. to me wow. i'm surprised they said do you want me to read the line because i was i'm gonna read the line yeah, it do was that. a quote from i think it was I think it was a quote from Anthony Edwards. Uh, let me just see. Uh, yeah, it I seems think to be you've, already, I, you've already read the line. That's exactly what they said. Oh, yeah. I said, next door at Friends, you go onto that stage and it was like a cemetery. There was no laughing yeah. there. There was nothing. That's weird. Which is hard to and believe. Surprising. That's so hard because they all are friends. They're still friends. And who was it that said that? Anthony Edwards. Really? Yeah. I'm. I that was the whole. That, that was the biggest shock out of this whole thing. Forget ER. You know, I love yeah, ER. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, <laughs> I can't believe... And he probably just even meant it as a throwaway line, but it's pretty epic to say that friends who we all love and who, who still, you know, they're like Courtney Cox and Jenna Aniston are are besties, you know, and they're all tight on some level. And they, so it was just shocking to hear that that set was crickets or a cemetery, you know? Well, the other funny thing I thought was uh, uh, George Clooney comparing the difference to uh, his time on ER to his time on Roseanne, which was decidedly shorter on Roseanne. But he says, uh, oh, my God, there was some crazy bleep that went on there. Yeah, which Hmm. I can only imagine. That might have been, too, because I think he was on during the early – well, he was obviously on during the early seasons. And I don't think it took long for uh, Roseanne to get a big head for a while. I think Mm -hmm. she calmed down a bit, but I think there there was a couple of seasons – because it wasn't that around the seasons where she did that terrible anthem thing. Oh God, yeah. Remember that? Like, I so felt that bad probably... for her for that because yeah, she went on and totally committed to the notion that it was like a comedic effect. But right, the, and like, why would she have been asked to sing the anthem in the first place? So crazy. She obviously, yeah. and I know that she said that back then. Like, well, I'm a comedian, so I went at it as like this is ridiculous. So they obviously want me to be ridiculous. Yeah, but then they didn't in the end. No, they didn't. <laughs> at all. And, and since then, it's only been Demi Lovato that sings <laughs> national anthems for people. Oh, my gosh. And Pink. Pink did a good job, too. I thought so, too. Yeah. And actually, there's been so many that have done ridiculous 
renditions. Like, amazing, amazing. Mm -hmm. Although, you know who got nailed a couple of years ago was, uh, I want to say it's three or four, four or five years now. Fergie did the national anthem for the uh, NBA All-Star Game, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. She got crucified. Because she did, like, a jazz version. Google this if you want to cringe. And I'm I already feel cringing. Ba- yeah, it was terrible. And the thing is, like, I love Fergie. Like, she's an amazing vocalist. But I don't think you should make a jazz version of uh, the national anthem. You don't change the pattern of an anthem. Yeah. I think we should jazz it up. Yeah. No. <laughs> there needs to be a no person nearby yeah. saying, no, bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> sit down. Sit down. <laughs> Until yeah. it's time for all of us to stand up. You sit yeah. down. Uh, Anthony Hopkins won the uh, Oscar the other night, to the shock of many, it seems, mm-hmm. uh, but ended up paying tribute to uh, Chadwick Boseman. But his um, uh, his take on his craft mm. is awesome. He he looks at it as a paid hobby, acting, which That's is incredible. Awesome. This is a guy yeah. who's 83 years old, still winning Oscars, still yeah. doing it because he loves it. And uh, not only does he have a healthy outlook on it, but he had great advice, too, for uh, for people coming up. Basically, don't take yourself too seriously. Bottom line. Yeah, that works on all all industries, do I think. Do your job. Yep. Do your job and take it easy, fella. Accept it. <laughs> Accept life as it is. Just be grateful to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great starting point. Mm. Everything else sort of falls into line when you keep your head in, in check. That's true. Yeah. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> That's my tough talk. I like it. (laughs) You want to go, punk? (laughs) Uh, So the seven-year itch, the gap between projects uh, is for the Counting Crows, which is super cool. They've got a new, uh, and it's called, it's not an album. There's only four songs on this thing. So it's fancy talk when we call it a project. Even fancier when you read what the title is, which is Butter Miracle Sweet One. (gasps) I love it. As in like... Sweet the room or sweet the, uh, the uh, you know, first of many things. First of three things, isn't that a sweet? That um, sounds right. Uh, which I guess would imply that there's more to come. But this four-song project uh, kind of takes its cues, it seems, from the uh, angle of, man, do we miss performing live and touring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is great. So uh, new music from them that'll be coming our way May 21st. And Butter Miracle Sweet One. I wonder if there's any truth to the rumor that um, uh, the original title was A Loaf of Bread, A Quart of Milk, <laughs> and A Stick of Butter, <laughs> until Sesame Street's legal team of Ernie and Bert stepped in and said... Don't no, do it. No yeah. counting crows. Simmer down, fella. We're going to put Big Bird on you, counting crows. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry, so I'm losing oh, perspective right. here. <laughs> so am I. Yeah. A oh. loaf of bread, a quart of milk, <laughs> Please stop. and a stick Please of butter. Please stop. Uh, okay, so uh, it obviously makes sense. May 21st for that new project from Counting Crows, by the way. But we'll yep. do uh, our top two from the Counting Crows to wrap things up. How about that? I will start Let's hearing go. it. Go. Because um, I'm that 90s girl. I love Mr. Jones. So nice. there we have it. And then I really like uh, their rendition of Big Yellow Taxi. Boom. Oh, cool. Very nice. good. Adam? I'll go with uh, a slower song called A Long December. Oh, right. Good. Solid. Oh, my God. I can see Sharon's face. <laughs> I think she loves it, too. <laughs> and my number one uh, is going to be Hanging Around. By Ooh, oh, that's good. Yes good job, to that one. I love yeah. that one. That's a great get up and start moving. We are clapping as we're singing. Yeah. Woo. Uh, yeah. So I picked A Long December also because mm-hmm. uh, when I signed on to uh, to take 
to start working for the radio station that I work at in Montreal, uh, my signing bonus was the the, uh, the album recovering the satellites. <laughs> I thought, and, and at the moment, like when it happened, I was happy to sign on, sign my contract, and be able to start this this what would be now almost twenty five years. Uh, but it was like, oh, a CD. Wow. Like, <laughs> Lucky me. Anyway, so Along December has a nice place in my heart, and it's a beautiful song. I'll match that also with the beauty of Round Here. Nice. Mm-hmm. Which is just cool. a, a lovely piece from uh, August and everything after, and it gets you thinking, just like, yeah, Round Here, you know? As you look off dreamily into, oh, I'm driving! <laughs> Like, whoa, careful, man. (laughs) So as usual, uh, if you guys want to share your top two, uh, it's the Counting Crows this time around. If you agree with any one of us, let us know. Uh, Find us on any of the platforms uh, in the social realm. (laughs) We're there waiting for you. And we appreciate that you listen wherever you do, meaning if you're on a walk uh, or if you're on a run or if you're sitting. Uh, and finding us wherever you do, because we're everywhere. Like I said, any of the uh, platforms, you'll find us there, and we appreciate that. So thank you for listening to 90s Now, still happening. <laughs>